Hey, 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 hold on, hold on. Gather around, everybody. Listen up. I got a story to tell. Tell, tell. Hey, what's going on, everybody? I'm your host, Rico Lane, and thank you for checking in to the Blessed Money Podcast, where we help you build your relationship with Christ by sharing blessings and testimonies on Bible scriptures that is manifested in everyday people's lives like yourself. If you have ever found a Bible difficult to understand, struggle with your faith, or simply wonder why Christians believe the way that they do, then this podcast is definitely for you. I believe that if we can show you that the Bible is made real in our personal lives today, even though it was written so many years ago by so many different authors, then you just may change the way you view the Bible. It may even spark your curiosity on the Bible or Christ. And I know without a doubt, if you seek Christ, you will find him. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. And oh yeah, don't forget, be a blessing and share your testimony. Testimony. All right, let's go ahead and hop right into this thing. I'm so excited to kick off the very first Blessed Money podcast. And since this is the first show, I figured I'd do a couple of things. First, I'm going to introduce myself, kind of let y'all get a better idea of who I am and what I believe. Then two, we're going to talk about Blessed Money. going to talk about the ministry, the vision, and just exactly what a Blessed Money is. And then three, I'm going to leave you with an example of a blessed money. So that way you have a better understanding of what to expect from the show, what to expect when people get there, when they people tell their story. And hopefully one day we can get you on the show and you can share your blessed money. Or you can head over to the Blessed Money app and share your blessed money there as well. Well, anyhow, imagine this scenario. You're a kid, right? Your grandma taking you to church and she's teaching you about God and you learning about God. And you hear over and over again how God is a heavenly father and he cares for you and he's there for you. And he speaks to you. But then you read the Bible and it's confusing. You you can't really understand what's going on. But you believe anyway. You just have faith. You had that childlike faith. But then early on in your childhood, you face some type of trauma. Let's say, for example, the person who you thought was your daddy was not your dad didn't want you anymore, you didn't actually know your dad, nor will you ever get to meet your dad, but you hear God is a heavenly father. And you read in this very confusing, hard to understand book. And then people are telling you that God, they hear from God, but you don't feel like you've heard from God. And so it just leaves you confused. But again, you're still trying to have this faith. Fast forward later on, you get sent to a foreign country, Middle Eastern country, predominantly Muslim country. And you see how people live their lives over there for their religion, for their God, for what they believe in. And then you think back to what you were taught and you wonder, how can God send these people to hell simply because they don't believe in Jesus? It starts to play on you. It starts to affect your faith. It starts to make you question a lot of things. Well, this was my story. This is the thing that happened to me personally. Like I said in the introduction, my name is Rico Lane. I'm from Atlanta, Georgia. I'm married to a beautiful woman named Jessica Lane. Together we have six kids. I'm currently serving in the United States Air Force. And before I go any further, let me quickly say this. My thoughts, my views, things I say here on this show are not sponsored or backed or do not reflect the United States Air Force by any means. So I have to get that out for legal reasons 
purposes. But I will say this. In the Air Force, they teach you our core values are integrity first, service before self, excellence in all you do. Those are the same exact characteristics Jesus displayed. Those are the same things that Jesus taught. And those are the same things that Jesus expects in us. So although this show is not sponsored or this is not the views of the Air Force, some of my values, some of the things I learned, some of the ways I live my life, it's what I learned in the Air Force. But it's also backed up by the Bible. And that kind of gets into the whole blessed money thing as well. Because for me personally, I realized that everything that happened in my life was backed up by the Bible, including my time in the military, including the pain I went through as a kid. And I don't want to go into too many details on my personal testimony, because as we go through the podcast, I reveal more and more about that. I also wrote a book that's available on Amazon. Yes, I got to throw that shameless plug in there. It's called Blessed Money. So if you want to check it out, feel free. But anyhow, you're going to get to hear my testimony as you get to know me a little bit better. And I pray that I get to know you all, my listeners, a little bit better as well and hear your testimonies. So one of the things I learned when teaching, because I do have a background in teaching, is that people learn in many different ways. People learn by listening. Some people learn by reading. Some people learn by viewing and looking at things. Other people learn by getting engaged and involved. And what I try to do with Blessing is provide all of those different learning opportunities. So as we go through this podcast, just know that I expect you all to talk back to me. I expect you to leave comments. I expect you to head over to the Blessing app and continue the conversation over there. And I will continue to pour out into you as well because we are called to be disciples and we are called to share Christ with the whole world. And so that is what I'm trying to do. And that's what I want I would like to encourage you to do as well. So again, a little bit more about me. I grew up in the church. I know about Christ. I believed in Christ. But then as things started happening in my life, I stopped believing in Christ. I start questioning him. It got to a point where when people even talked about God, I didn't want to hear anything about it. But thanks be to God, he knew how to get me. One thing I always prayed for, because my grandma, you know, when you were younger, a lot of times they would use fear tactics to get you to believe in God. And that's one of the reasons why I, I really stopped believing in God, because I felt like, you know, with all these rules and all these laws, I can't do them, even though I try my hardest to do them. So obviously I'm going to go to hell. So I might as well have fun here before I go. And that's kind of how I was thinking. Right. But one of the things she did say to me that stuck with me, she talked about demons a lot. She talked about how people who would harden their hearts and just not really believe in God until they got to a point where they had no other choice. And I didn't want that for me. It was two things that although I struggled with believing in God, I asked him for. I was like, you know, God, if you're real, one, don't let me see any demons. I don't have to deal with that. And I kind of got over that fear now. So, you know, I'm I'm covered by the blood of Jesus, so I ain't really tripping on no demons no more. But at the time, I was, you know, kind of scared of that. So I was like, God, if you're real, however you're going to show me you're real, I just pray that you don't show me by me having to deal with demons. And the second thing, I pray that I don't have to lose everything be on my deathbed, dying to come to know you. I want to come to just know you because of who you are. And so the way I came back to believing in Christ was actually listening to a motivational speaker named Eric Thomas. And 
I don't want to try to, I don't want to go into too many details because on episode one, I, I'll kind of talk about that a little bit more. But the reality of it is, is that most of his messages kind of goes back to how you see yourself, how you view yourself in your mind. And that's backed up in the Bible. You know, Romans 12, 2 talks about renewing your mind. And that's essentially what I had to do. That's essentially what God did for me. And he used Eric Thomas as a vessel to do that. And I originally didn't realize he was a believer. I didn't know he was a believer because when he does his motivational speeches, he doesn't really talk about his belief system. Every now and then you are kind of hear it come out. And as I start listening to more motivational speakers like Billy Osbrook, Les Brown, they were actual believers. But the reality of it is I was listening to Eric Thomas. I apply his techniques to my weight loss goals and my fitness goals, and it actually worked. And so that gave him credibility. And when I realized that he also was a believer, I was like, you know, maybe I should relook at how I look at the Bible because most of what I know about God in the Bible, somebody else told me. So I figured I'd look at it for myself. And long story short, that's how I start believing again. And so I thank God for that because now I'm saved. And so that's kind of my story. But that merges into blessedimony. It's exactly what I want to do with blessedimony. So if you haven't realized it yet, blessedimony is basically a play on two words, blessings and testimonies are blessed in testimonies. And all it is, is just somebody sharing their testimony to help somebody else understand a Bible scripture or grow in their relationship with Christ. So what I found was that a lot of people realize the Bible is hard to understand. If you do a quick Google search and say, why is the Bible so? You get hard, confusing, a bunch of other words that are synonyms to hard to understand, right? And what I wanted to do was show people that even though the Bible was written so long ago by multiple authors, it is still relevant in our lives today. It can still change your life today. Miracles still happen in our lives today. And my story is proof of that. My story was all backed up by the Bible. And when I realized that I couldn't believe it and I had no choice but to give praises and glory to our heavenly father, the same father who I thought didn't care about me, the same father who I thought wasn't there for me. I realized that he had a plan for me and he knew what it would take for me to truly believe in him, to truly trust in him. And that's kind of what I want to do for everybody else. Because I have a background in teaching, I love coaching, I love mentoring. Whenever I accomplish something, I like to give back to people. And and I find enjoyment in that. And so when I start to understand my relationship with Christ, I want others to do that. Plus, we're called to do that. It's the Great Commission. That's what that's what we're all supposed to do as believers. With blessedimony, that's exactly what we're going to do. We're going to help people understand the Bible. We're going to help people grow in their relationship with Christ by simply sharing our story. So here's how it goes. There's a Bible scripture. You don't really understand the Bible scripture. Somebody else do understand that Bible scripture, so they explain it to you. But in addition to explaining it to you, they tell their testimony. They tell their story on how that particular Bible scripture manifested in their lives. And guess what? It works. It's in the Bible. I believe it's Matthew where Jesus, he delivered this man from demons. 
And this man was so happy, so excited that he wanted to go and be a disciple with Christ. He wanted to follow Christ and his disciples. And this is what Jesus told him. He said, no, go back to your hometown. Go back to your people. Tell your friends and your family the things I've done for you. And the man was obedient. He went back. He did that. And when he told them, they marveled. They were excited. It sparked their curiosity. They wanted to learn about Christ. It spread rumors about who Jesus was and others started believing in him. And so that's what your testimony can do for somebody else. Somebody else may be going through the same exact thing you that you went through and that you overcame and you share that with them and that gives them the faith to put their trust in Jesus and then they can overcome it as well. So the vision for Blessedimony, become a global community where all people can come together for support, fellowship, answers to questions they have concerning their faith and relationship with God. And my personal mission for Blessedimony is to provide a safe and judgment-free community where anyone, regardless of their beliefs, can gain a better understanding of Christ and the Holy Bible. Now, my biggest thing with this, though, one of the biggest reasons why I started this was I felt like you can't ask questions in church because church is taught in an old school way. For example, at church, the pastor just gets up there, he preaches, he talks to you. You can't interrupt. You can't raise your hand. Hey, pastor, what do you mean by that? You know, you have to wait until Sunday school, which they may be talking about something different. Or you have to wait till you can get an appointment with the pastor, which who knows when that may happen. But in the school setting, the teacher say something, you can raise your hand, you can talk, you have a conversation about it. So that was one of the reasons why I wanted to do it. The second reason I wanted to start Blessedimony is because people, are, Christians can be so judgmental. Christians can be so harsh on people. They somehow get amnesia on how they were before they were saved. And then they project their self-righteousness, not their righteousness. It is a difference. And I, I think I'm, I'll probably do a blessedimony on that. But they project their self-righteousness on other people. And that's, it's, that is unfortunate because it turns people off. And so... Blessedimony is going to be a safe place where you don't really have to believe, but you do need to be respectful to allow those who do believe to spread, share information with you. And it's up to you whether you accept that, believe that or not. But it is a safe place to gain this understanding. So what we're going to do, my throat is starting to get a little parched. So I'm going to take a quick break. I'm going to allow my beautiful kids to shamelessly advertise Blessedimony. It was cute. They wanted to get on the microphone and they wanted to be a part of the whole podcasting thing. So I figured I'd have them be a part of the mid-roll and we're going to keep them there for every episode until I start getting sponsors. And if I don't get sponsors, you'll keep hearing me advertise Blessedimony. So that way, hopefully, you will start sharing it with other people and it will, it, it will become a brand, a known brand to where people can come and learn about Christ. So we're going to take a quick break, break. And when we come back, I'll give you an example of what a blessed money is. Yes. Like what you hear so far? This podcast is made possible by listeners just like you. You can support the show by purchasing a copy of the Blessed Money book or apparel on Amazon.com. The proceeds help us to continue to deliver the Blessed Money ministry. You can continue the conversation on blessedimony.com or on the Blessedimony app, available on both Apple and Google's Play Store. We would love to hear your thoughts on the show or your testimony on today's scripture. Thank you for your support, and now back to the show. show. All right, thank y'all for hanging in there with me. If you're still here, that means I must be doing something right. 
we're going to hop right into an example of a blasphemy. And so the scripture that we're going to be using for this blasphemy is Luke chapter 12, verse 48. Now, what I like to do before I read the word and before we have a small group or a study session on the word, I like to pray because here's the thing. I'm just a man, just like you are human as well, who are listening and we can make mistakes. Your pastor can make mistakes. Somebody who's been serving Christ for 75 years still have learning to do. And so what I like to do is pray so that way we do not allow the enemy to interfere with what is going on. And if I get something wrong, I expect fellow Christians to correct me on it respectfully. So let's go ahead and say a quick prayer for understanding. And then we're going to hop into the word. Heavenly Father, I come to you in the wonderful and powerful name of Jesus. I thank you for an opportunity for me to be used by you and share your word. I ask that you open our ears, our hearts, and our minds so that we hear the truth, we know the truth, and we understand the truth. And anything that may not be the truth, we ask that you take it away from our memory. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. All right, so Luke 12, verse 48, it says the following. But he that knew not and did commit things worthy of stripes shall be beaten with few stripes. For unto whomsoever much is given of him shall be much required. And to whom men have committed much of him, they will ask the more. The King James Version is one of the harder versions to understand, in my opinion. And there were a lot of times where I would read the Bible and just have so many questions like what is going on? What are they talking about? Why is somebody being beaten in the first place? Why are they getting stripes and this and that and that and this? But this verse is simply saying that the more you earn, receive, or know, the more responsibility you will have or the more you will have to deal with. And see, my personal blessing on this verse come from my military experience. Again, not sponsored by the Air Force. This is just my story. I learned that the more rank you earn, the more responsibility you have. The more that is placed in your hand, the more you have to deal with and the more you have to manage. The military, they pay you more as you move up in rank because you have demonstrated that you can handle more responsibility or you're able to face pressures, problems, or anything that may arise in the future. So me personally, I joined the military fresh out of high school. I was an enlisted member. And didn't know much. I was a, a cop, security forces, and you know I played football, so I lift weights, and and I I would consider myself like a dumb jock cop. But through hard work, through God's grace, I was able to excel in my military career. And so I went from being an, an enlisted member to a commissioned officer with a master's degree in adult education. And to make it make it even more of a miracle or more even a blessing from God, I was responsible for teaching the Air Force ROTC cadets at the University of Georgia. So somebody like me, who I feel like I'm not the smartest person, but I work hard. I work hard and that's that's what I contribute a lot of my success to. And I'm in a position where I'm responsible for teaching the future leaders of America's military. And of course, I earn more money. I obtain more responsibility. But in addition to gaining more responsibility and being asked to do more, if I fail to do what I know I'm supposed to do, then my punishment, my discipline, or the consequences will be greater 
for someone who I outrank or like say the cadets I was teaching for or somebody who simply doesn't know any better. So therefore, Jesus is saying we are all responsible for knowing and living by his word, but we also will be held accountable if we don't. But the person that knows more are responsible for more. So let's say like a pastor or a preacher, they're held to a higher standard. They know better. They're in a higher position. And if you purposely don't do what you know you're supposed to do, then your consequences are going to be a lot greater because of the position you hold. So, like I said, I'm human. We're all human. We all make mistakes. The thing about blessedimony is that it is someone else's revealed truth. It may not necessarily be 100% correct. Um, people misinterpret scriptures. People get different revelations from scriptures. And that's the beauty of it. Instead of fighting with each other, us as Christians should mentor and help each other learn. So, I would love to hear your thoughts on this particular scripture. And if you have, if you got a different revealed truth or if you got a different interpretation, let's discuss it respectfully. Let's talk about it. But the bottom line is we all need to come together as Christians and be there for each other. Hebrews chapter 10 uh, verses 24 through 25. It tells us to consider one another in order to stir up love and good works, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as is the manner of some, but exhorting one another and so much the more as you see the day approaching. The closer we get to the end times, the closer we get to judgment day, things are going to get worse. And us as Christians, we have to come together. Right now, there's so many different denominations, so many different divisions between us. It is really sad. I Sometimes I wonder why would any atheist want to become a Christian when you hear how Christians come at each other. Therefore, when we cannot meet up in church or in person, let us use blessedimony as a vessel. For us to meet up and build each other up with love and good works, not tear each other down. It doesn't matter where you're at, what church you go to. We can come together as Christians to help others come to know Christ. And I get it. There's so many different social medias out there. Nobody want to add another one. There's some people who don't even want to use social media at all. Satan has infiltrated social media. But I believe it's time for Christians to take what Satan meant for evil and use it to spread the gospel. Use it to share the good news about Jesus Christ. 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 Thanks again for joining us on the Blessed Money Podcast. Make sure to visit our website, blessedmoney.com, or download the Blessed Money app, where you can continue the conversation from this podcast by sharing your thoughts and testimonies on the scripture. You can fellowship with other Christians or check out the Blessed Money blog. Oh, and I almost forgot, if you found any value in this show, we'd appreciate our ratings on iTunes, Spotify, or on the platform you use to listen to the show. Or if you'd simply tell a friend about us, that would be a huge blessing. Until next time, peace. peace.